Welcome to the Tech Up Checkup Podcast with the Girl Tech Innovators. I'm Lori Boyer. And I'm Julia Hilburn. Hope everyone is feeling lucky this March. Also, how is it already March? I, I'm absolutely blown away. Spring break's literally right around the corner. Right around the corner. <laughs> As always, we are going to start off with the spotlight on the Tech Up Checkup Innovator of the Month. And this month, we have chose Pat- Patricia... Gomez from Mariposa Elementary. Yes, Patricia is a STEM science teacher at Mariposa and a Nearpod super user. She collaborates really well with others and shares her tech resources with teachers from all different schools teaching STEM and science. Unfortunately, she's retiring this summer, so that's unfortunate for us, but I'm sure she's looking forward to it. And she even offered to share out all of her Nearpod lessons for others to use in the future. So she really is all about that EdTech collaboration. So Patricia, Patricia you've, you've been tech checked. Awesome. Lori, you had some um, Nearpod updates and new features that were just released. Can you share with us some of those? Absolutely. So in exciting news, uh, Nearpod has really listened to the feedback from teachers as they've been uh, implementing and utilizing Nearpod in their classrooms. Um, Although it's a great engagement tool, um, it allows teachers to really interact with their students and get real-time information. One thing that many, many teachers wanted was the ability to annotate over slides. And so as you're advancing through on Nearpod now, you now have the ability to annotate. So in the instructional technology notebook, we did share how to do that. There's a quick little video clip that walks you through um, that Nearpod produced and it's just a great feature in addition there's many times as a teacher you're going through and you're sharing a live presentation and you're getting a feel for if the students are understanding you know what the content is or whatnot and sometimes you would just like an opportunity to have a blank white space to mark up and work on so the great part is they've added the whiteboard feature. Wonderful. So literally at the top when you are in a live session, and please note, these are features that work within a live session. So the student paced ones are not going to have these features and functionality, sure. which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in a live session, at the top right of your screen, you'll see there's there's a whiteboard option. So whatever page you're on, it will then simply add that whiteboard in there for you to um, you know mark up on. And then after that, you could continue to advance through your slides and um, continue to engage your students and then go back to that whiteboard at any point that you need. Um, In addition to find that annotation feature, you'll notice that at the bottom of your screen, um, it looks like a little um, editing tool essentially. And that just gives you the opportunity then to you really use it like a draw it um, in the sense of you could just draw right over, you know, anything that you're working on there. So two really great enhancements. And then the last one, Julia, you might want to drum roll for this Uh one. Just throwing it out there um, is the co-teaching feature. That one's um, coming out this month. And we just wanted to share that out because when we started with Nearpod, that is something that we heard from some of our ESE specialists uh, in the classroom. Mm -hmm. They wanted the ability to be able to see what their students that they're supporting are doing, um, what their responses are to the core content teachers uh, requests throughout, mm-hmm. you know, Nearpod, Definitely. as well as access, you know, to reports. And so the co-teacher feature is coming this month. So definitely keep your eye out for that. And when we see it launched in our tenant, we will definitely make sure to share out. 
so exciting. That goes along with something that um, when Canvas was first released that a lot of our ESC specialists and even, you know, support facilitation teachers are, Mm -hmm. you know, that were coming in even in paras were asking for that in Canvas. So that's really great that it's coming to Nearpod. Absolutely. So I have some drum roll um, announcements to make too. Uh, Mine are all about Microsoft Forms. So Microsoft released nine new features. Um, So I went through and instead of sharing all nine with everyone, I just picked like the top ones that I felt were um, the most beneficial to our teachers at this point in time and that we've kind of seen um, throughout the instructional technology team and asking for these features. So one of the biggest ones is you can now switch the forms view Mm -hmm. from tiles to list or list to tiles. So almost like you can do with teams. And that's huge, honestly. It is, it's just an organization feature. Yes, and it seems like a simplistic feature, but but everyone approaches things differently. So having that ability to make that switch is is great. So it gets better though, because when you put it on card view now, you Mm -hmm. can actually just like hover over and those magical three dots are gonna show up and it allows you to copy the form right then in there. So you don't have to actually click on the form, go into it, duplicate it. It, There's a copy button right on the tile. Like we say, those three dots are always your best friend in Microsoft applications, right? Definitely, those are your magical three dots. (laughs) Um, Also, there's now a search bar. So Mm -hmm. if you are a teacher that has tons and tons and tons of forms and you just remember maybe what it was like halfway titled, there is a search bar up at the top of Microsoft Forms now that allows you to search all of your forms just like you can OneDrive, Word, anything like that. So that is a super cool feature. Um, And then text formatting. That was another one that I picked out of the nine. So a lot of the complaints that we would get before is it's so bland. We don't have the ability to bold or underline. We can't add any of these text formatting features with font. So that's now available. Which is Um, really important when you're trying to design, you know, questions and curriculum. You want to be able to put emphasis on the things that matter. Definitely. So I was excited about that one. Yeah. It now also, Forms is allowing the option to print your results. So I'm a student. Stop the press. I know. This, I told you this one was the Stop drill the too. press. Forms is on it. Yes. So I'm a student. I go in. I complete a quiz or a form with inside Microsoft Forms. And at the very end, I can hit print my results. You can print it to a PDF if you want. It will mm-hmm. actually show you the questions and how you answered. So you can save those. Um, the only thing that you have to know as the educator is you have to set that feature up before you publish your form or you can go back in and always change it, but your students can't just automatically print. You have to go into the settings option of that particular form or quiz and then one of the options is allow students to print their results. So it's still the option if you're like, hey, I don't want my kids to have this ability, you can take it away um, and so forth. So that's I can see there being value in that, though, you know, and maybe kids want to have that and have that in their notebook and right. you know, be able to reflect back on that. Sure, especially because it marks how they answered mm-hmm. themselves. So that was a good one. Um, and then the last thing, and it's not really new, but it is kind of new, is that you can add a personalized response at the end of your form. So um, what I mean by that is when you're finished and your participants or your students hit submit, instead of just a blanket thank you, you can actually make that something specific. So for example, if we have anybody that applied for the tech conference, the next (laughs) step of the application, the first step was complete the form, the next step was complete the Flipgrid. So that, that personalized response and that thank you took you to your next step, which was the Flipgrid. 
That's great. Those are definitely useful um, feature updates that you know are ever present in classes on a daily basis and just makes a teacher's job easier and a student's job easier. So that's great to know. It is so great. There is something else that we wanted to share with everyone too um, in regards to Microsoft applications. So is this about the phone? Oh, you know it. <laughs> so we're going mobile, right? So there is... I remember literally talking, you and I, and saying, oh, we love forms, you know, when we started using it, and this is great. And then we were like, Wait, why isn't there an app? Why isn't there an app for that? <laughs> like, there's there's always an app for that. And um, so we came around with shortcuts on how to make that happen mm -hmm. um, with linking some things, but it's official now. There's the ability, um, really what we would suggest is download the Office app. Yes. So it's the Microsoft Office app. Mm -hmm. And really why we say that is because it's the one-stop shop for all of the Microsoft applications, really. Yep. So once you've downloaded that, um, it and you log into your account, so you'll use your network ID mm -hmm. at stlucyschools.org or whatever other tenant you might be a part of, and you'll be able to see every file that you're working on. So for example, literally the other day, I was working on a PowerPoint at work, it was time to go, I headed home, headed to my daughter's softball game, and as I was sitting there, I was like, ooh, there's a couple things I wanna make sure are in that PowerPoint. I pulled up the Office app on my phone, and I was able to, to add in right there, it updated right away, yes. and then the next morning when I was uh, you know, back at my desk, guess what? It was good to go. Good so to go. it really just updates right away and keeps it um, keeps it fresh. In addition, when you have that in there, you'll notice that you um, can, it, it all saves to the cloud, but you also have a built-in QR scanner. And I know that that one's really big because people have different phones, sure. iPhones, Androids, and so, um, and so much, especially in the COVID world, even restaurant menus are, you know, QR codes. So I remember <laughs> when we first pushed QR codes I in the too. district and I, we got a little bit of pushback, like, you are going to know what to do. We're like, no, just let us do yeah. it. Like this first Trust sign us. in could be a QR code. How neat was that? And now I look back and I actually went out to eat and mm -hmm. the menu was a QR code and I texted my whole team a picture of it. And I'm like, I yes. feel like we're a little bit responsible for like more people in St. Lucie County knowing how to use QR codes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, that's a fond memory of mine as well. So you have the QR scanner in there. You can also um, convert text to images save and export PDFs, um, and most importantly, you could create a form right there from scratch, right on your phone. That's so amazing. it's just you know ease of use for everyone. So yeah. definitely download Microsoft Office app. Yes, I have it on mine too, and it's just so easy instead of searching, even through OneDrive, because yes. everything just shows up as pinned as recent at the top, and there's like a little tab for everything versus like, I'm not knocking the OneDrive app, but right. the Office app is definitely where it's at. Definitely more comprehensive. Definitely. So, I know we're coming down down towards the end of our session now, but we are one month away from our virtual ed tech conference for St. Lucie Public Schools. Woohoo! We are super excited to share that the educators out there, they all voted, and the favorite theme for the conference for this year, the winner was DIY, Digital Inspiration by You. We couldn't I, be more excited, no, right? No, I can't even contain myself. I personally love this theme. Mm -hmm. It just goes along with so much in what our world is right now. Yes. So through this whole pandemic and through COVID, so many things are going DIY. Yes. You used to go to sip and paint, right? And you would you know, pick this picture. Now you can actually bring the, the kids home, watch a video and do it at home yep. in the comfort of your own home. It's like DIY. Everyone's making their own things or, or transforming 
how we were doing things before. So with yep. this conference, the neat part about it is every single session at the conference to keep the DIY theme is going to be presented by a teacher right here in St. Lucie Public Schools. Literally for us, by us, right? For us, by us. Teachers just like our listeners out there who just have something small that they're doing in their classroom. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's big, but no strategy was too small. That was, you know, our slogan for, for offering teachers to present and just sharing it out with other teachers, making their lives easier. So I'm so excited. This is like our little baby that we have going on right now. (laughs) So... Well, and we also want to take a moment because we did have we did receive many great applications. You know, teachers took the time to not only fill out our Microsoft form, but then take a moment and share with us via Flipgrid what their session would be about should they be chosen to be a presenter. Uh, we received many great ones, and we just want to say thank you to everyone who did apply. Um, obviously, yes. we weren't able to accept all of them, unfortunately, but that's okay. You didn't get to present yet. Right. right. There's always there's always going to be yet. future opportunities. So we really appreciate everyone doing that. And we're looking forward to the amazing sessions that are in the works. I'm so, so you'll want to keep your eye out, right? Yes. For the, upcoming registration information. Yes. The registration information is coming soon. We are releasing the live conference website mm-hmm. um, right after spring break. So you'll want to stay tuned for that as well. Of course, we'll share it in the instructional team as well as in the notebook. And it'll be on the talent development website. So that's that's how you will register. Um, and then you'll see all the presenters, their Flipgrid introduction videos or sessions. So it's all right there for Perfect. them. And those teachers are really, truly the DIY experts. They and are. we are so proud that we had so many that applied. Absolutely. We appreciate that they care to learn, you know, these various ed tech applications. And on top of that, don't mind sharing it out with, you know, their colleagues throughout the district. So it's going to be a great day. Remind everyone, when is this taking place? This is Saturday. Um, April 17th. Mm-hmm. It's from 9 to 12. So it's not a big chunk of time. Right. And the best part is, is it's virtual. So you can stay on your couch, drink your coffee, wear your PJs, and you can attend these ed tech sessions with teachers just like you. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We definitely uh, just want to thank you so much for listening to our Tech Up Checkup uh, podcast with Girl Tech Innovators. And we want you to definitely stay tuned next month for additional updates. Yep. Thank you.